0: So many of us love coffee, Mm -hmm. like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and diced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming, delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, Where was the original spot people go sell things? And then, like, serial killers started going on there. Craigslist? Yeah, I go on Craigslist. This is the Nikki
1: and Bree Show.
0: Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Nikki and Bree Show. And hello, Nikki. Hello, Breezy. I know we usually pop something open, but it's dry January, even though we've been semi dry, but we've been really more not. Wanting only to save a glass of wine for something special. We, I mean, you know, Emmy's weekend. We just did it for the Vanity Fair party, which we'll get into, and then we're going to be doing it a little bit with our wine club members. Yeah, but we also did have a drink at Nana's too. Yeah, but I don't count that. Why? Because we're in the state of Texas. I mean, you can still count it. I'm just kidding. You're so crazy. I'm just kidding. But yeah, so we're not popping anything open today. No. We're going to start that in February. Just our hydration. That's right. <laughs> so, Brie, you know, we got to let everyone know we got to talk about the 75th Creative Arts Emmy Awards, and the fact that Brie and I got to present. We got to present three Emmys, which is really cool. You know, I have to say, it was really neat. We'll get into the details, but something that Nicole and I just took a step back, and we're like, oh my gosh, we both got to say, and the Emmy goes to? I mean, that when you're in entertainment, and you're on television, and you're doing all these different shows, it really is incredible when you get to be at an award show like that and be part of it, it's just—I don't know—it feels it's a huge honor, right? Oh my gosh, beyond! I mean, it—I've always wanted to say that, and the Emmy goes too, and so I felt you know really cool. And then the first award saying that and was The Simpsons that won, and it was just an incredible honor to be also asked in an industry like that, because that means you, you know, how you have great representation on TV and what we did with twin love as a host and me with Bar Mageddon, and us making our waves in the TV world, as well as having a successful podcast is done a lot in that creative arts industry. And so it just made me be super proud. And I was like, one, I got to give a shout out to Kiki Palmer, who one is a host and what an incredible, Moment not only for women because women rarely win that, but for a black woman as well. And so, I think it was just so incredible. And you and I said it when we were on the set of Passwords. I'm like, she's a really great host. Incredible. So, something she is I, so witty, yes, and just her energy. She's incredible stage Ugh. presence. And she's beautiful. Yeah, and that's you know goals for me. I've had that on my vision board. I would love to be one nominated as a host and. It was neat because you know it's quite a long process. You, you first, your name gets into something, and so then, if your name gets accepted, you get on the list to be voted to be a nominee. And my list, was, my name was on there to be voted for um, an Emmy, but I didn't make the nominee list. So, but at least to be a part of that to right. be voted for. So I'm getting closer and closer. And well, and I feel like to um, I know it would be incredible. To win an Emmy, I feel like people don't probably understand, like, because they're probably like, "Wait, you weren't at the the Golden Globes, right?" But I, what I love is that they have the Creative Arts Days for editors, production teams. What's well, two nights? Lighting, now. sound, all the things that truly, without those parts. TV a series would not come to life I mean it's incredible but but it is true it's beautiful that they do this and it was neat to be there and see Dancing with the Stars win a few awards as well which is neat I mean even casting directors their teams get nominated and I think all that's so important because it takes a whole village oh my gosh it does to put on a TV show or a movie so it was I just love being a part of those Hollywood events and it's always fun to see people, especially when you go to the creative art side because that is more our world as far as reality based. So Bree and I got to see a lot of people that we've either worked with in the past on Total Divas or Total Bellas or people that I knew from Dancing with the Stars as far as behind the scenes and got to introduce Bree to them. And then even people that we know and that we're mutually know from other shows like Chriselle and Selling Sunset and Emma. Love like I always love seeing Chriselle and Emma. They're just so incredibly sweet. They're always fun to see. And then obviously you know people from Vanderpump and yeah. I feel like just, if yeah. you like reality television, you would have loved being at the Creative I Arts. Know. I mean, you it's would have been in was, heaven. All the top reality stars were there. It was pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. I agree. And it's always fun getting all dressed up. And also it was incredible because we got invited to go to the Vanity Fair Amazon MGM party. And we were like, wait, Vanity Fair? Because we're like all of you. You see the Vanity Fair mm-hmm. parties. And usually theres it's the one you see is the Oscar one. Yeah. That's just so incredible. So star-studded. So do you think we'll get invited to that one since we're invited at this one? Well, I don't know kidding. because the Emmys is TV. It's, well, and we so were a, a part, part of the show. Right. Right and but who knows i mean we we didn't cause chaos we had fun yeah but when we got invited we were like oh my gosh and it was kind of last minute so we had to hurry up and find an outfit literally we had no time but it was everything worked out great but wow what an event i know you know what i loved brie and i literally at one point just sat on the couch and we just people watch because what was really neat about that party, which was more what we say studio based, so meaning more scripted, not non-scripted. So that was pretty much that party was all non It was like the Golden was, Globe crowd was there. Right. And it was like scripted. So what we loved was all these different shows. It was like they hadn't seen each other since set. And the, it was the people in front of the camera and behind it. And you could tell they were all in their little groups. So all the little groups were like, oh, that's that show. And that's that show. But it was really neat to see because you could just, the energy in the different rooms, because it was at Chateau Marmont, was so incredible because everyone was just so happy. It was such a fun party. Brie and I stayed later than what we thought. And I loved it because you and I barely drank. Like we had, you had one drink and I had two, I think,
1: maybe Maybe, three. And you told
0: me no more. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I got really excited. But I will say one person I got really excited to see and I wanted to go up to her. And I was like, I'm not because she's probably gonna be like, what are you even talking about? But Reese Witherspoon was there, mm-hmm. and I told Briego, I just want to like go up to her and you know talk to her about that one headline. And Reese, like, I mean, and I'm like, you're right, she doesn't even she know. doesn't even know. But in case she did, I just wanted to doesn't. clear it up. I you're wanted so to be funny. like, I know my sister. What she was saying is she's obsessed <laughs> with God. your book club. And blah, blah, blah. And she would have looked at me like I was probably crazy. And yeah. And then you'd never be invited to another. Well, I fair wouldn't party have again. been in that way. I was just wanted to be like, what I wanted to say is you empower women and we're very grateful for what you do for women in this industry. So don't let a magazine's Instagram, you know, make you think differently. Just cause some of these people are big stars doesn't mean that they don't have those feelings. I feel like in this day and age now, it doesn't matter how big the star is. I feel like everyone you hear their story, how much they do get affected by what's on social media. I feel like we've heard it from really big stars. So I feel like it happens to anyone. And I just, it, it wouldn't have been as this person to this person. It literally with her would have been woman to woman. Right. I want you to know, like take the names away. I just want you to know what you do for women as a human being is incredible and in case you ever thought whatever wanted to clear all that up that and we appreciate what you do right you saying all of that someone who i do feel really bad for <laughs> is joe coy because he's been getting destroyed well, some people might not know what you're talking about so joe coy hosted the golden globes and i've never in my life seen someone just get destroyed for their monologue Was his jokes great? Not really. But I'm like, it has to be such a hard intro, but I've seen some of the clips. Yeah. It has to be such a hard gig, but I just feel bad because I feel like he's ruined his career. Yeah. I feel like everything you read is how awful he did. And I was like, he must feel so bad. I know. And they they actually, when you think about it, they, I mean, he, he said this, but I don't know. They didn't give him, I guess, a lot of time. Like he was hired 10 days out, but also for someone like Kim, I think his comedy is different than, like, what he, like, what, I don't know what you're supposed to do. Well, so, to, it's, I wish wow. I knew how to comment on this, but I don't because I'm not familiar with what he does in the comedy world. I didn't watch the opening I, monologue, so I don't know how to comment, and I don't want to say something if he yeah. did say bad things. Like, I, I don't know what to say, but all I know is on Instagram, I've seen the headlines, too. This poor guy is getting, and I don't know if it's a poor guy. Maybe he deserves it, but he's getting destroyed. Yeah. No, I saw him go on, like, uh, I think he went on. I don't know if he went on local TV or what something, but he was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, yeah, you can tell the guy is feeling it. Aww. I felt bad for him. That's sad. Well, and the one thing that I will say is what we have trained the person who opens up these award shows is to roast people who are the most talked about. Like, I feel like that's what we've just done as. So do you think that should change? or do As human think- beings, we all want them to roast the people most talked about. And by the way, so people have been doing that for over a decade. So I have a question because I'm torn with this. Are people being too sensitive? Are celebrities being too sensitive? Or we should just not roast anymore well, and just be very professional and, well, and nice? So here's the thing. I don't know the jokes. So I don't want to say something and then it's, you know, whatever. Maybe people are being too sensitive to not. I wish I knew all the jokes. So. I literally, if I had a listener now, I'd tell you, too sensitive, not too sensitive. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, do you think that it, like roasting should be at award shows? Yes. You like it's it? It's so, I mean, am I bad for saying I love it? It's so funny. And also, one thing that I've learned, and I know you have learned, being in the wrestling industry, like, the louder people are, that when the noise is loud, is because you're successful. And- knowing that that noise is going to be negative and positive. And that's when we started our whole thing like haters going to hate, Bella's going to ball because the more noise that we were having about us and still do, it was just showing being successful when there's complete silence that it's just where your success can be at in that industry. So I think it's funny to like, you know, poke at and not make it like mean, but like, to make jokes about what's going on, you know? Now, where I've always felt like, whether it was wrestling promos or when people are doing the roast or jokes, if there's something that we are trying to push forward, so women empowerment or like the iconic Barbie monologue or, you know, stuff, when we wanted more eyes on women's wrestling and to truly show how, women work just as hard as the men and to fight for that equality. Like when people would roast those things, I'm like, you're taking away what we're trying to do. So I feel like you have to pick or choose. Like, I think there was something with Taylor Swift. I don't know exactly what was said. To be honest, I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I think he said something like, um, Taylor Swift's in the house and don't worry. She's not going to be on camera as much as she is on NFL or something like. Which, no there offense, was, uh, I said, didn't say perfect. funny, and that's not against Taylor. No. That's against the NFL because, let's be honest, the NFL has, I don't want to say used her because I well, love the NFL. they don't use, yeah. No, but they've had more fun. That's the word you need. To, that's the phrase. The NFL has had more fun the fact that Travis Kelsey's David Swift, which all of us had. It's an amazing, great thing. And the fans are having fun with yeah, it. Yeah. So everyone. I, I think that, like, to see stuff like that, I think it's funny to make a joke about what everyone in the world is talking about. But I about. would be interested to watch two different ways. I'd be interested to see roasting, because maybe we're just used to it. And that's just the humor we've been taught, like, at these award shows. And then I would be interested to see it done in a different way, whether it's not roasting, it's more acknowledging. But in a in a way of like there's zero roasting. So well, this is how I think it has to be done. Then, if you want it that way, it has to be a video package of all the great things that have happened in that industry in the past year, and then it opens up, and then you have a host go and for our first award, um, we're bringing out and you bring out the two people, and then you go straight into it. Right. So right. and and I'd be interested to see because packages make you feel something. Right. If someone just stood out there and was like and Let's say this. Oh no, or that. I know. I'm just saying, like instead of roasting. Yeah. Because I, I think the last couple of years roasting hasn't worked. It's. Well, uh, I don't know. I think it's always gone south a little bit, right? I mean, there's. I all, mean, yeah, I mean, definitely it makes like, you sprint to your Instagram and like, oh my gosh, yeah. oh my gosh, but I, I don't think it's been no, for you, a like, positive. You know me. I'm all like, I don't think I don't like when things are mean. And I don't like when things take away what the purpose is supposed right. to be. So I think you just have to like find- Like, I think he said something about the Barbie movie. I don't know what it was, but I, it didn't sit well with people. But i have to go and see what he said. Yeah. I don't know what he said. That? Well, you're the one who brought it up, and we don't even know. What's I know, gonna... but I because I feel like I this poor guy, no. you talked about people having feelings. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon probably having feelings. And I thought to myself, (laughs) I don't even know this guy. I'm not familiar with his work, but I feel bad for him. Yeah. Because I've never seen anyone get destroyed so bad by every media outlet on his monologue. I was just like, oh, my God. (laughs) I just would hate to wake up to that. And I just would be like, well, I I have a dream. What's your dream? It's to host. I mean, Golden Globes isn't on my list, but maybe one day. But I would love with you to host an award show whether it's like people's choice or maybe do it would have to be a fun one people's choice is so fun no I know and then or like it would be fun like with the um person to like do like the people's choice country awards or you and I yeah do like the kid's choice or even though it's always fun when they have like kid but There's so many SBs. Like, I've always wanted to, like, be a part of, like, to host at least one of the award shows. I think it would be so fun. I think if you do a fun It's on the vision board one day. I would never want to do a monologue for the Golden Globes. I'll tell you that. No, what, you know what I would want to do would be, I've dreamt this. I have thought of something cool. I would want to do a show opener, like, funny Broadway style. So where you bring in things that went viral that past year but it's like in a Broadway. So you open up the show with like a 7 minute dance and sing but like there's costume changes but it's funny things that have happened. And viral you're talking about whatever. Like maybe someone went that viral. we knew like fashion with like people's choice, right? So something oh, fashion with like athlete or Like, of course, you'd have to have like a little Travis and like Taylor thing, but like just things that, you know, that have gone viral in the past year, but you make it more into a Broadway singing, fun comedy. I get that. That's how I would want to open up my show. Yeah. See, that would be good. That'd be fun, right? I always thought like, oh, it'd be amazing if it was like the Espies and we did it with the Manning brothers and they joined us. That like literally like I had that written out in a journal. Well, you never know, girl. (laughs) the thoughts in my head you have no idea but that's okay they're like nikki we're wondering if you could roast <laughs> i'd be like what <laughs> um i'd go straight to what's the site where people put things for sale ai no oh <laughs> could you ai see it look i was thinking more old school that i'd go do where was the original spot people go sell things and then like serial killers started going on there? craigslist yeah i'd go on craigslist and you like any comedic writers out there? Oh my gosh. No one even just does kidding. that. Okay. You're so crazy. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet, you know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like, refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Bree, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion. Home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic, beach towels, glowy makeup, or sleek activewear. Or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart Now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to Walmart.com slash now trending. That's Walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. in the eyes or a maple donut and (laughs) in our eyes usually i'm giving that stare down when i want to ask my husband for his credit card so i can go shopping that is the intense that i like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from maybelline new york formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red, nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Okay, so on the Nikki and Bree show Instagram, we ask people what they want to ask us because we haven't done that in a while. I'm sending in questions and I can't believe how many questions we got. So I feel like we definitely need to get to that. The questions were all over. There's some really funny ones, some crazy ones, some very insightful ones. Like just, I mean, I don't different- even know if we're going to be able to get to all these. I'm, I'm looking at the list and I feel like we're going to have to pick a few. I know. Do you want to pick the first one or you want me to pick the first one? Doesn't matter. Why say you pick the first one? All right, one for me, Nikki. Would you ever consider publishing any of your beautiful poetry? And Bree, would you ever co-write a cookbook with Artem? All right, Adriana, very good question. I would consider publishing my poetry one day. You know, it's funny because when Megan Fox came out with her book, I was like, oh my goodness, that was so. It was what good. I've, it was good. It's, I mean, I haven't actually didn't look. Through I mean, it or I didn't read it. The yeah. concept was great. Right. I didn't mean it. I haven't, that's, remember, I've been thinking about doing something like that for a long time. So, yeah, I think one day, you know, I would totally be open to that for sure. Yeah, that's a great question. And a cookbook with Artem, I totally do. I think we could do something really fun on in-laws. Well, we've kind of talked about that. Yeah. Kind of a little bit, have something in the works. Uh, We have a lot of ideas, but I, yeah, 2024, you never know. Can take those (laughs) Next ones. Okay, so... Is there a chance of a second book by Carol? So Carol, Brie and I definitely in the future want to write another memoir. I think we need to get a few more years underneath our belt. And then I think we definitely will be ready to write a book. I mean, I feel like we already could write another whole book already. What's happened in our past few years. But I think maybe after the 40s decade, we will, having 10 years of the Garcia chapter under our belt, we will definitely be bringing you another memoir. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we definitely will. Okay, so another qu- a question I just saw. I mean, there's so many I love, but this one, I was like, oh, this is actually, I'd like to hear Nicole's answer on this. We know you both love to move, so I'd like to know if you are both set on staying in Napa, oh, or gosh. do you see yourself moving again with the, within the next couple years? So she's saying that because there's been a lot of discussion in my household. <laughs> but... So Napa is like it for life. At times I have wondered, um, if for the next few years, if my family needs to live in LA because of work, as far as Artem with dancing with the stars and doing other dance things and even me with my work and there, I could be doing even more if I lived in LA, of course, but I just love being in Napa and I love being away from hollywood and letting my son be raised normal that's always been a huge plus but then you you get into this place of like okay how many prime years do i have left do i need to be there um as well as artem you know because we both are in our 40s now and so we, we talk about that like is it good to be there and make even more money and then come back so that's been something we have discussed and then I think if, you know, I'll just be honest, like I have goals of where I want, you know, my income to be in the next five years. And if I hit that, and I hope I do, but who knows, I would probably move to Lake Tahoe so I could save money in taxes because it sucks paying California state tax right now. And I think if I hit a certain point of where I would like to be, I wouldn't mind saving more money. On taxes for retirement, because it's pretty crazy here. Yeah, and I just go with the flow. I mean, I'm just you know, if Brian and I feel like you know we came to a place where I feel very settled in Napa, that's, but where we uh, didn't feel like un- our heart. Yeah, if I where I felt unsettled, then I would totally do yeah. it. So I never say never, but right now I do feel settled, yeah, well, which is a great feeling. And Artem and I, that's what Artem and I spoke about. Like we just feel very happy and settled here. Like. What I love about being here, it's very easy to go to other places as far as like vacation as a family or go to work in LA and, you know, have Mateo with us. Like it's just, it's easy and we love our home life here and the community and everything Napa Valley brings and you. So we feel very settled here, but we've had those discussions as of late knowing that we could obviously be doing even more, but well, sometimes be, do we need to do that? And let's be honest, the Zillow app can mess you up at times. It's I fun know. to go look, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa. What I, I think of what I paid for my home here in California, and what I could go get in Nashville, Tennessee, is wild. I know. Even back in Phoenix, I'm like, oh my gosh. Even like parts in LA, I'm like, wow, but you know what? I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I love being in Napa Valley. I know, me too. Nicole, I like this one. You tell me. Can you talk more about the important dynamics of teamwork and communication you two face together or have faced together, both in your wrestling careers and businesses? My husband comes from an Italian family-owned business, and it always seemed crazy to mix business with family, but you two seem to make it work so well. Oh well, thank you. I don't know if it's being an identical twin. And we understand each other more than anyone on this earth. That I think that's where our dynamic has really helped. I think our bond has helped us be successful in business together. I think with identical twins, we can be really cutthroat, but then also be very forgiving towards each other where maybe some siblings or spouses aren't that way. They'll take words to heart. And I think that's where it's worked with Bri and I as well, is... Even we when we could say mean words to each other, which doesn't make it okay, but we never take it to heart. And so I think that's been a big part of how we've made this work. For is sure. We understand, like, okay, she's had a psycho moment. She's <laughs> gonna let that slide. And also, and I don't think like we would say this growing up, but I don't think it actually has anything to do with it. We we're like, oh, we're just like tomboys. No, I don't think that's it because we've married sensitive men and words affect them. Right. It's literally just Brina's personality. And so I think that's really helped us make it work because I feel like when I have seen siblings or spouses, teams not work, it's always the cutthroat that breaks them down. The words, the arguments, yeah. you know, I can be very strong headed once I have an idea in my head. I don't want to listen to anyone else's. I want to make it work. But I think, you know, that can be our heart on Brie. But then I think Brie also understands like she hasn't been heard for so many decades. So then she just lets me do my thing, knowing like Brie knows how to get it in, like when she does. But it's like <laughs> whatever. But we we're understanding to that. And I think that goes back to again, like we understand each other the best and know what we've been through. Right. And I th- think what's important is you no know, just being really honest. Honest with your strengths and weaknesses, every family member that's involved in the business. And also, it's really good when you recognize people's strengths, because not all of us are the same, but we all bring something to the table. Yes. You know, sometimes there's always a family member who wants it all, but you're not all. You need every single person there to make something work. And it's very important to see that and let people know that. Let them know, like, what they do is important. And if that person wasn't there, then The thing wouldn't work. So I I think that's really, you know. And, you know, I feel bad. This rarely works, but for young spouses, especially, I just, people change. And I think spouse teams work better later on in life because you get to a certain point in your life and you're already like, okay, this is who I am and I'm not changing again. But when you're younger, you can change a lot, meaning 20s to 30s, 30s to 40s. I feel like once you get in your 40s, you kind of already know who you are and this is how. I want to live my life or who I'm going to be now that doesn't always happen, but I think they tend to be more successful than ones that are younger. I guess. Yeah. Not for everyone. You know what I mean? It just depends on the humans, but right No, but I I do agree with that. Well, I mean, those are really good questions. We're saving a lot more of the questions for another episode. Cause I I love when I hear you guys' questions. It actually makes me start thinking. I know, a lot. I'm, and I'm like, a few more. That's right. So good. It actually, like, makes me see things in my life that maybe I wasn't seeing. Well, it's like, yeah, I needed to hear that today. I actually, I have a whole episode that I want to do for everyone because I've been just writing all the stuff down, and there was a few things that I read today that like hit me deep. Like what? Well, I mean, no, I got to save it. It's more on the power of less and having less, doing less, right? But I found some really great quotes that you're like, oh, right, I got to change it. But like, and other things too. That's good. Yeah.
1: For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender.
0: any of those quotes you want to read now going into inspiration and affirmation I have one but if you got one let's do it I kind of wanted to save it okay. for when we do this episode but it's okay I can at least do one of them right now so I don't have the person who wrote this but know that I did not write this quote where'd you find it? Um, Pinterest oh yeah I, th- I, they didn't have the author on there but just wanted to say that I did not write this quote once you need less you will have more And that's just one of the many that I wrote down. But what I really liked about that is it's so true when you could get your headspace into needing less, how much more you have in your life. And it just hit me because I think we all love to scroll, right? We're all guilty of it. How much I try to get better. I'll get a little better, but I'm still on there scrolling Instagram, whatever it may be for everyone. But it is crazy how that can start to stir up a thing of want for you, whether, you know, it's shopping, it's moving, it's whatever it may be. But it is crazy that when you don't have that in your life, how you look around and how you have more that isn't even tangible. And I just got deep into my thoughts today about all that and like hey, what am I looking at every day? And does it give me the feeling of want or needing or, and it could be more than material things, right? It could be so many things. And so I feel like that when you could get in a place where you feel that you don't need, it's so true. You realize around you how much more you have. For me, I take that it could be material things, right? Or it could be like having that love, like I need that, like, I need that kind of love, and I need that car. I need that outfit, or I need that life, or I need those friends. Right? Anything? Right? I get that. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, it, it is interesting when I mean there will be times where I'll go three days off social media, and yeah. You don't think about anything. And then when you are on social media, there could be stuff. Yeah. Even though sometimes, I'll be honest, I can get a headache on there because I'm like, I feel like it's Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Sometimes Mm -hmm. things I'm looking at, but also then it's really entertaining and fun. Oh, totally. But no, for sure. Less is more. Even with words too. Like when you even think of that. That's where I've always thought of that for is less is more. And I feel like when I, some of the smartest people, I feel like, say they, they're always like oh man a few words yeah and they're always like the are really smart ones I know oh my gosh there must be something to that because yeah. I'm a woman of many no when you're <laughs> a passionate woman that's it there's no you such did. thing in my dictionary as less words yeah you're gonna just hear it all <laughs> I might know less words but I say a lot <laughs> I might know less big words but I know a lot of little ones that I'll throw <laughs> at you <laughs> I can definitely express myself that's yeah. for sure I'm definitely trying to throw daggers Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't just do it with my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You're good with words on that. Oh, right. (laughs) Miss Perfect to my right. Well, we are really excited because this Wednesday we are going to continue to have more cast members from Twin Love. And we are so lucky to have Bailey and Zoe. So make sure to tune in this Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I've not seen those two forever. I know I'm super excited. I don't want to stop these exclusives till we've gone through like the whole cast. I know I get it's giddy been for it. So fun, but do you think we love it because we're twins? Probably, and we hosted the show, I'm sure. But no, they've actually been performing well, so if yeah. you want to talk about numbers, sure. People are excited, Everyone too. loves yeah. it. I mean, even Issa is a fan. Yeah. Well, twins, I mean, you can't get enough of twins. Twins are amazing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and make sure to tune in to Barmageddon tonight, only on the USA Network, at 11 p.m. Eastern. And if you don't think you could stay up, please set those DVRs. We have a really good one for you tonight. Not only is it super competitive, but it's super hilarious, because we have the one and only Bill Ingvall, who does not disappoint with the laughs tonight, let me tell you. And AJ McCarran, who obviously brings in the competition. So it's a really good show tonight. Make sure to tune in or set those DVRs. All right, everyone. Have a great Monday, and we will see you back here on Wednesday.
1: Daddy!